Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Cletus Earle, CIO at St. Luke's Cornwall Hospital. In this segment, Earle talks about the many benefits of building strong relationships with community docs, the data analytics work that has his team very excited, and how various organizations in New York are working to break down silos and improve patient care. Yeah, I would think that um, having that access to you and, you know, being able to talk to you in person is something that, that goes a long way with them rather than having like a middle person. Yeah, you know, we have a great, uh, a great team. Um, I work with my CEO, the executive director of Rio. We sit down, we strategize as far as what the process and and then wherever possible, we, we just basically uh, all say the same thing. As long as we all say the same thing, right. um, they're hearing it straight from the horse's mouth. Um, they, they, they start to say, okay, yes, the, the story is not changing. This must be the direction. Um, let's move forward with it. And I've had significant amount of, of cooperation. And by the way, it, it, it goes both ways. Uh, and the reason why I say it goes both ways, we actually have used um, some of these relationships, particularly for meaningful use and their interconnectivity, of meaningful use, you know, to make sure that we can uh, communicate with the 10% population, uh, that, that initiative, you know, making sure it's outside of your EMR. We've used that, uh, re- those relationships to communicate or, or to connect so that we can achieve these things. So, again, it's, it's, it's a win-win scenario, or I should say win-win-win, <laughs> because there are multiple, uh, uh, you know, uh, parties that benefit from this, you know, particularly the patient because now they're getting access to information and that information is being shared as near real time as possible. Right. You know, one of the other things that we've done um, with our community physicians, which has been very uh, beneficial, you know, we make sure that we, we send out alerts uh, to their you know, patients, uh, to the physicians anytime uh, a, a, a patient of theirs is admitted or discharged from the facility. Uh, so it's all together. Once we, we started this, you know, about two and a half years ago when I got here, we did the alerts. We, we made sure they understand when, you know, if their patient is here is septic, uh, we send that information to them securely, you know, uh, HIPAA compliant, and they start to get that information and they saw the benefit. So they see the benefit of having real-time information. So as soon as that patient presents to our ED, or as soon as that patient's discharged, they're getting notified. And now they say, okay, now that I'm notified, what's the next step? You know, how else can I benefit? And again, the patient benefits because now um, if the doctor is alerted as soon as that patient hits the, the hospital, they now can come in if they have a very good relationship with that patient and start to take care of them. You're talking about minimizing the, um, or you could say maximizing the efficiency, but minimizing the turnaround time which is extremely important. Again, the next phase now is health integration. So when they leave now, all of that information comes to their system and it's, you know, in essence, integrated. Right. Yeah, and, and the, the benefits there are pretty obvious as far as, you know, being able to offer offer better quality of care because you have the information that, they have the information that they need at the time that they need it. Absolutely. That sounds like a good example of, you know, one of the things you're doing just as far as uh, data management or data analytics. And um, just wanted to talk a little bit more about what you're doing there and, and what are your plans going forward. You have all this data, and the big question is, you know, how do we, how do we use it better? 
uh, that that's something I'm I'm pretty excited about. You know, we've we've done a lot of work to put our um, business analytics, our business intelligence platform in place, and this is creating a warehouse. And um, we've we've got some exciting um, results as a balance, you know, doing that. And again, things are preliminary. You know, we're not talking about a mature process right now, only a, about a year in the making. But um, we, we've put a, a data warehouse in place, and we've actually uh, decided to uh, work with other agencies. And I, I should back up for a second. There are, there are about three things that we're working on, um, again, in the, the Hudson Valley region, which is about seven counties. But one, one program that we're working on that's very exciting is the core initiative. This core initiative is a, a pilot program set out by Governor Cuomo um, that basically uh, selected two cities um, to be, basically get everybody at the table and you know being able to share information and get everybody at the table. Um, what, what I mean by that is in New York, the city of Newburgh, um, the, the city was selected to actually have all of the state agencies, not all, but you know, a good portion of the state agencies, whether they are um, behavioral, uh, DOH, uh, you know, all these different agencies, as well as you know, transportation, DOT, as well as county agencies, uh, sitting at the table, the hospital, the you know, federally qualified health centers, all of these, these people at the table, and we share what's going on in the city. And when we identify a problem, what we do is we work collaboratively, and all of the red tape has now been broken down because I have a commissioner sitting at the table, or I have a representative from the um, governor's office sitting at the table, or the office of state, you know, sitting there. And from the, the and these are these are decision makers, and we're able to actually sit down and remediate the problem because what they've decided, what they've thought about, and which makes this a very exciting program, they realize that uh, you know. Millions and millions of dollars are being spent in these cities, but there's lack of measures that show success. So what they've decided to do is say, okay, let's get these, these, these kind of niche program in place to be able to measure success. And by doing this, we, as an example, we realize that we have a significant amount of readmissions for patients that should be going to their medical, you know, federally qualified health center. And one of the reasons we realized is that they didn't, it was easier for them, those patients, to get to the hospital because they didn't have transportation to get to, right. to the federally qualified health center. So we are working with the Department of Transportation and all of these different agencies to work out different transportation hubs throughout the city. One exciting um, uh, take from this was we were able to actually, we actually now have uh, a bus line that goes from one campus, it starts at one campus at the Newburgh site, and it goes all the way to the Cornwall campus and all the sites between. And this is a cross-town route. So these are the things that, you know, by working with state agencies and reshifting uh, resources where it may be underutilized and, you know, they put them in the respective areas, this has been successfully beneficial to the community and the patients and the, the people of the city. So these are, you know, things of having people break down silos and sitting at the table, working together collaboratively to make things happen. I also um, was able to work with our SUNY New Paltz 
uh, 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 I'm sorry, uh, academic center here um, as a result of CORE, the CORE initiative, work with them to share our hospital data. We were able to actually see, based on census blocks, and the census block is pretty much a city block, to go down to the level of census block to find out the correlation of our data as it applied to uh, asthma and vacancy rates. So we were able to see statistically cor uh, statistical correlation of information that anytime there's a vacant building, the, uh, the likelihood of asthma is very high. So now we've, we've been able to determine that. Now we're moving and we're getting people together to say, okay, now we understand that statistical um, correlation. How do we work with programs to actually do that? Do we, we're going we're gonna to try to test out scenarios and we're going to do some um, um, regressive analysis because in the last few years we've been changing plots. So we're going to actually see if there's a correlation, a continued correlation when uh, property has been improved that the health care of asthma has actually reduced. So these are the exciting things about big data um, and, and mashing up information from whether they're crime um, or, or weather patterns, uh, whether there's the asthma rate as associated to the wind direction. Um, you know, what, what didn't happen before is organizations did not have access to hospital information because of you know, just various barriers. But now that we have everybody at the table and we have these, these protected you know, methodologies of connecting, we're now able to share information and then look at positive outcomes as far as big data. So when you talk about analytics, this is extremely significant. We've also yeah. done, a, we've done a mashup with analytics to show that there's a high likelihood of any time uh, the temperature goes above 82 degrees and more importantly, which was more of a surprise, below 32 degrees, we saw the crime rate was spiked and then also we had the EV rate um, with the, in, in a direct correlation. That's amazing. That you know, we we always you always think that when it gets hot, people uh, you know uh, misbehave. But right. what we found in the in, what we found in the inverse is that it's happening when it gets cold as well. So you know, these are these are some phenomenal things which you can do with data, and then trying to figure out okay, what's next? What can we do next? And how can we work with people to actually have a better result as a as a, as an example of looking at this data, these data sets. That's that's really interesting stuff, and it's it's particularly interesting to me that sometimes it's something as seemingly simple as setting up, providing transportation, setting up a bus route, and you know this is this is going to lead to better outcomes, and it's it's very it's very cool to see you know what what big data can actually translate to, and those are some really uh, great examples. Yeah, population management. I wouldn't even say population health anymore. We're talking about overall population management. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.